You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Hey, everybody, welcome to A Step Further. This is our weekly podcast from Kingsway Christian Church, where we take what we talked about on Sunday morning a step further. My name is Matt Nickerson. I'm the host for today's podcast, and I hope these are a blessing to you. Sunday, we looked at Revelation 4 and 5, and uh, all of the images of Revelation 4 and 5 kind of culminated what we talked about in Exodus 19, Ezekiel 1, and Isaiah 6, the last three weeks on Sunday morning. And when we got to chapter 5, John looks and he sees the lion of the tribe of Judah. Lions are fierce and powerful and ferocious, and this is a biblical metaphor all over the place that points us to the Messiah. And then all of a sudden, the lion of the tribe of Judah looks like a lamb that was slain. And that is such a powerful thing because what we find about Jesus is while he is powerful and ferocious, he is also a slain lamb. And the relevance of all that, man, we could spend so long talking about and digging into. I just want to pick up on one thing I said about it Sunday. And part of the reason I, maybe I shouldn't have even said it, honestly, it was one of those kind of add-ins to the points, but I didn't have time to go deeper. And so now I get time to take it a little bit deeper. And it comes from Matthew chapter 11, verse 29. It says this, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. That is Jesus talking. That's Jesus talking. And the reason that's relevant is uh, in Jesus' day, not only were there hundreds and hundreds of Old Testament laws telling us what to do and what not to do to please God, but some of those laws, just like any time you dig into a law and you find that maybe it's not 100% clear, what do I do here and what do I do there and how do I do this? So that's normal. And so what the rabbis or religious teachers did over the years is they wrote all these different uh, teachings to bring clarity to what you can and can't do. Just to give an example, you know, it was said that on the Sabbath, you you literally couldn't travel more than a certain distance, say more than a quarter mile or whatever it was, uh, because if you went further than that, it wouldn't be resting. And you could do these things, but you couldn't do those things. And they were trying to take the principle of Sabbath and give meaning to it. But the problem is what they did was add hundreds and hundreds of laws on top of the hundreds and hundreds of laws, and the people felt burdened and weighed down. Who in the world can remember and manage all these things? You would have to be a religious teacher to even remember all those things because you'd spend all your time studying it. And the average person doesn't have the ability to do that. And Jesus comes along, often rebukes the Pharisees for placing an extra burden on the people, but doing nothing to help them. At one point, he rebukes them and says, look, you're so careful, you religious teachers, to go into your gardens and cut up your your herbs into even tenths to give tenth to, to God as he required, but you forget things like justice and mercy. You're so careful to get all the minutia and details down, but you forget to actually love people. And that's when Jesus comes along and says, I am gentle and humble in heart. This is relevant because our goal is to become like Jesus in this world. In fact, for Kingsway, we've actually said that's our mission statement. That's our purpose statement. That's why we exist. We want to become more and more and more like Jesus. And the only way we're going to do that is to study Jesus in order to become more like Jesus. So if you're, you know, listening online right now, you've been, you know, checking out Kingsway, you need to know that's what we're all about. That's why we pick up the Bible and study his word. But here's the thing. Yes, there are rules and laws and things that God is telling us to do, to live for him, to obey him, to uh, surrender ourselves to him. There are all kinds of things we're going to talk about as you come to Kingsway that point us in that direction. So is it no different than the religious teachers in the day? It's just a burden, something we have to do, something we have to keep. I mean, that's that's hard work, and it just sometimes feels so overwhelming to do all these things that are pleasing to the Lord, right? No, because Jesus is gentle and humble, and you can trust him. 
So let's take a look for that for a second. So I told you the word humble there, the word humility in Matthew eleven twenty nine, is a Greek word that literally means a person who depends on the Lord rather than self. Now that's huge because when we talk about Jesus being um, perfect in every way, he never sinned. He never did anything he wasn't supposed to do. He pleased the Father in every single way. The way that he did that was in the Lord's strength. Uh, he was obedient to the Lord and followed after the Lord, so therefore he is perfectly able to be the one to help us. When Jesus died on the cross and he rose from the dead, he told the disciples in John 14 through 16, I'm sending one after me who's better for you. I need to go away. He needs to come. Referring to the Holy Spirit. We're actually going to start a series on the Holy Spirit at Kingsway here in just a couple weeks. And the reason that's important is because when the Holy Spirit comes into us, the Holy Spirit is the power for us to obey and live for the Lord. We're no longer in our own strength trying to drum up the energy or the desire, even the knowledge to do it. The Holy Spirit is leading us and convicting us and working in us and applying the grace of Jesus to us when we need it. Jesus was humble because he was always relying upon the Lord. Our job is to become like Jesus and to become humble and reliant upon the Lord to become all that he longs for us to become. Sometimes uh, I find myself, when I'm sinning, when I'm not pleasing the Lord and how I act, and either how I'm, say, caring for my wife or my kids or, or whatever it is, almost always it's because I have started to rely on my own strength. I've gotten tired, I've gotten weary, I've gotten stressed, I've gotten anxious, I've gotten afraid, whatever it is, and I start depending on my own strength instead of leaning into the Lord and relying upon him. But Jesus says, I am gentle and humble in heart. I am here to help you. I am here to give you what you need. Now, there's another word there in Matthew eleven twenty nine 29 that I want to look at too. Matthew eleven twenty nine, 29, Jesus says, I am gentle and humble in heart. The word gentle there is a fascinating word because the word gentle uh, is literally the word, um, pri- I'm going to mess up the pronunciation, guys, prietes, and it has to do with meekness. And the word meekness, here's what it literally means. Gentle strength. Gentle strength. One commentary I read on this uh, very concept uh, used this concept of gentle strength and said, it's like a horse who takes a bit in its mouth. Now, is the horse stronger than the master? Of course. Of course. And the horse won't take the bit until it surrenders and submits and they actually have steps that they do to try to break the horse of its own will so that it will trust the leadership. Now, of course, there are people who abuse animals, and that's not at all what we're trying to get to. By and large, if you want an animal to trust you, you actually care for it, you love it, you meet its needs, you serve it, and you show it that you are trustworthy. And then the horse trusts you, and it opens its mouth, and it takes the bit, and it follows your lead. And that's the word picture, the analogy used for gentle. So when Jesus says, I'm gentle and I'm humble, part of what he's saying, get this, don't miss this. Part of what he's saying is, I submit to the Lord and I trust the Lord's strength for my daily life. And I allow the Lord to lead me. I am power under control. When Jesus said, right now I could call on the Father, he'd send down all of heaven's armies and I could stop the entire cross and crucifixion story. I could stop all of it right here, right now. I could do that. But he doesn't. He doesn't do that. Why? Because he's power under control. But then he says, and you can trust me. I am power under control. I follow the Lord's lead and I am gentle. I am humble. You can come to me and you can trust me. And I will give you rest for your souls. Now, the reason I would point all of this out today is 
What I believe God wants to do in every single one of us is he wants to break us of our self-will. He wants us to lean into him, but that's hard because let me just tell you straight up right now, our understanding of life is different than God's understanding of life. It just is. So what do we do uh, with all of this? I think James has the best advice. In James chapter 4, he says this at verse 7 through 10, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve and mourn and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Why is that relevant? Because the word there is the word humble. Same word used. The whole idea is, look, draw near to God, and he will give you the strength you need. Resist your enemy, and draw near to God. He will give you what you need. If you are arrogantly going through life in your own power and your own strength and you find you're messing everything up, the way to do it is not to keep pushing forward. The way to do it is to draw into your Father. Humble yourself. He will lift you up. And he is gentle and humble in heart. You can trust him. Today, I just want to encourage you, uh, if this message is at all striking you in some way, encouraging you in some way, if you're driving down the road or you're on a run or wherever you are, maybe just stop and pray a prayer, a a simple prayer. God, would you humble me under your mighty hand that you can lift me up and I can trust you. Look forward to seeing you next time. God bless.